ladies and gentlemen. It's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al pie del cañón, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> good morning, good people, joining us on this wonderful, marvelous Tuesday. How are you doing out there, Natch? Surviving. Ah, oh, dude, I'm very happy to hear that, Natch. It's uh, Valentine's Day tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry to bring reality crashing down about your ears, my friend. Um, are you? Uh, have you got a card for Lady Natch? No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Natch lives his best life, man. A hundred percent of the time. If I were to do that, I would be joining you uh, like a paraplegic today. <laughs> I'm gonna get a card. You're not even gonna. You don't even get a card. No, nothing. <laughs> How long have you been married? Uh, married. For thirteen years. See, that's it. No, no, fourteen years. See, that's how that's that's happiness, man. Low expectations. <laughs> oh, I might share with you what I write to um, uh, Izzy on my Valentine's card tomorrow when I've thought of it. When ChatGPT has thoroughly worked out the kinks. <laughs> um, good morning to all of you people joining me live in the audience today. Um, so far, we see Eugene, Vero, The Bridge, and many others who haven't even said good morning. What's wrong with you guys? If you want to join us live this morning, you can do that at twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. Oh my God, guys, do we have a show for you today? One of the most controversial, I think, unpopular opinions we've ever done. Okay, let's get into it. Today we asked a hundred humans to name something a parent, um, un padre, a parent might miss. Que podría extrañar, maybe? Yeah. Might miss about their younger years. Extrañar de sus años jóvenes. Um, in today's Complete the News, uh, we find out um, what a French village has voted to ban. Mm. Um, el pueblo francés que votó para por prohibir algo. We'll find out about that, friends, in the second half of the show. Coming up also this morning, that controversial, unpopular opinion, which is um, we should bring back corporal punishment in school. Deberíamos reintroducir el castigo corporal en las escuelas. Ouch. Maybe not for the students, maybe for the teachers, right, Natch? <laughs> as every parent um, would probably say. Anyway, how are you doing this morning, guys? I'm well. I'm well. Oh, the crushing reality of another week at work, you know. You know, Natch, um, of the strings to my bow, I think the most valuable ones is um, having having thorough knowledge, like, a, you know, more than just a, a, a um, more than just a, a surface level knowledge of marketing, um, the whole Adobe production suite, all those things. So I'll be spending the next week filling out um, an Excel. <laughs> that guaranteed, no one's going to look at. So there you go. That's um, that's how I'm going to be spending my week. How about you, Natch? How does a week present itself for you? Uh, well, uh, nothing special, I think. Just mm. grinding away at the shores and things. Wow, you must have a good boss, Natch. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get into the news, guys. You know why? Because I'm here, you're here, Natch is here. Let's not waste any more time. Okay, um, let's um, let's look at violent crime, shall we? There's a, there's a happy way to start the, um, start the day. Uh, violent crime is dropping fast in the United States, even if Americans don't believe it. El crimen violento. Está disminuyendo rápidamente en los Estados Unidos, incluso si los estadounidenses... Ooh, Natch, this is a word. You, you Spaniards invented this one just to screw with me this morning. <laughs> incluso si los estadounidenses no lo creen. Um, this is a great article that I found in NPR this morning. Despite a sharp increase in violent crime in the U.S. during 2020... With a nearly 30% surge in murders from 2019. Jeez Louise. 
A recent data in 2023 indicates a significant downturn in violence. Analyst Jeff Asher noted a widespread decline across various cities, with over 200 cities reporting a 12.2% drop in murders and decreases in other violent crimes such as rape, robbery, aggravated assault. However, this positive trend seems to be at odd with pub- odds with public perception, as a Gallup poll revealed that 77% of Americans believe that crime has worsened, showing a stark contrast between reality and this belief. This discrepancy might be due to focus of news on negative incidents and the conflation of issues like homelessness and drug use with overall crime rates. I find this sociologically fascinating, Natch. Um, Because I don't think this is just in the States. I think this is a global issue. I mean, if you look at our lives in the West, right? um, Never have we lived in an age of such abundance, such safety, such medical miracles. Fewer people dying at childbirth, women um, uh, not not dying through pregnancy. We, We live in a world of scientific miracle. Speak to anybody. And you'd think that if you stand outside, you're going to get stung to death by a killer bee with COVID. (laughs) I blame the media, man. I blame the media and populist uh, politicians. They're coming here. They're not bringing their worst. Oh, they're not bringing their best, if you know what I mean. Guys, um, congratulations uh, to you guys in the US for these uh, crime figures. I think it's wonderful. Um... You know, we could all use um, a little bit of a reality check, look out of our windows, touch some grass and understand that perhaps the world isn't as mean as we originally thought. Um, BTI is joining us as well this morning. Carmen, good morning, fellows. Friday is closer than yesterday. Isn't that the good news? Isn't that the good news? Oh, thank God, Natch. (laughs) One day less. Uh, My worst day of the week is Thursday because of the, the torture meeting. That's the that's my that's the worst day, where I lose two and a half hours of a day. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Um, Nvidia, do you know do you know the company Nvidia Natch? Yes. The yeah, perfect. The GPU manufacturer, right? They make um, graphics cards, chips, basically. They're a chip manufacturer. Nvidia is now more valuable than Amazon and Google. Nvidia ahora vale más que Amazon y Google. Wow. That's um, impressive news. This in no in no short measure, thanks to Bitcoin mining, number one, I think, and number two, um, uh, AI. AI is very um, uh, GPU intensive. Let's dig into this. This piece of news coming from Forbes. Okay, from Forbes magazine. NVIDIA has overtaken Amazon and Alphabet, Google's parent company in market value, reaching a market capitalization of, get this, Natch, uh, $1.83 trillion. I think that would be $1.83 billion in, um, in European numbers. Uh, thanks to its stock price soaring nearly 3% to over $740 a share. This remarkable achievement is attributed to NVIDIA's dominant position in artificial intelligence sector, with its stock experiencing a 17,000% increase over the past decade. Jeez Louise. You invested... If you invested money in um, NVIDIA uh, 10 years ago, you're looking for a boyfriend? (laughs) I'm sure Izzy won't mind. She'll take one for the team. (laughs) Jeez Louise, man. Um, so the highest among uh, the S&P 500 companies, NVIDIA's rapid growth is fueled by the AI boom, with its market cap significantly rising from below $300 billion in October 2022. Now the fourth most valuable public company globally, NVIDIA trails only behind Microsoft, Apple, and um, Saudi um, Aram- Aramco. Um, so there you go. Wow. Um, is it... Any coincidence that Sam Altman right now, the um, the CEO, the past and current CEO, because he was fired, wasn't he? The past and current CEO of um, OpenAI is trying to raise a staggering $7 trillion, that's $7 billion for we Europeans, to um, challenge NVIDIA's monopoly. 
Uh, this came across my feed a couple of days ago from Interesting Engineering. Sam Altman tiene como objetivo recaudar la asombrosa suma de 7 billones de dólares para desafiar el monopolio. Monopolio? How would you say that? Monopolio. Monopolio de NVIDIA. Uh, Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, is ambitiously seeking to secure between $5 trillion and $7 trillion in funding to revolutionize the AI chip industry and challenge NVIDIA's current dominance. I'll post all these links in my um, in my Discord, uh, sorry, in my um, in my Patreon later, so you can thoroughly dig through these two articles and kind of jump on board this news as it's um, currently currently happening. What's interesting to me, um, Natch, here is that Sam Altman would be doing this. He's also, I believe, heavily invested in um, in power generation too. He's he wants to. Um, I think it's nuclear power he's interested in because the two kind of the two things that are blocking ex exponential growth in AI right now. One of them is enough available cheap power, and the other is enough available cheap chips um, to run these machines. Um, wow. Sam Altman, again, proving himself to be a bit of a powerhouse. However, I do kind of take umbrage. I do kind of pause a little bit when I hear about him saying that AI is not going to displace workers when that is quite patently a lie, friends. <laughs> Here's a piece of news that'll that'll um, piss you all off, especially you and me, Natch. Why you should never retire? <laughs> Por qué? Yeah, I know. Por qué nunca deberías jubilarte? Um, this is, and believe it or not, from the Economist. Ugh. The article from the Economist discusses the evolving perspective on retirement, arguing against the traditional notion of retiring as a means to an end, highlighting examples of individuals like Giorgio Armani, Warren Buffett, and Charlie Munger, who continue to work well into their old age. It challenges the idea that retirement is a necessary phase in life. Um, excuse me. I don't think people who have jobs like Giorgio Armani, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, I don't think they have any place telling someone like my mother who works in a supermarket checkout and has mobility issues that they should never retire. I take such, oh, I, I take such umbrage with this um, kind of, these kind of articles and posts when it comes to retirement and increasing retirement age that's so blinkered to the rest of the world. Not everyone is an economist. Not everyone sits in an office. Not everyone has a cushy job. Some of us, like me and Natch, we have to, we have to scrape the world up off the floor, put it on our shoulders, right, Natch, and carry it across the finish line. <laughs> it's exhaustive work. And we deserve to retire. Everyone deserves to retire. The more I see these kind of puff pieces about extending retirement or not retiring at all, I've got to admit, it absolutely infuriates me. I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't misunderstand me. I'm, um, can I say culo on the radio? Culo inquieto? I, I can't. Okay, saying yes. I should maybe ask those questions before before we get go live, right? I'm, I've got ants in my pants, man, and I'm always working on something. Apart from this job that I have here, I have private clients um, for both um, marketing, consulting, and, and content creation. I do a lot of stuff, man. I do a lot of stuff. I will probably, most likely, never fully retire because it's not in my it's not in my genes to be like that. Genes, not vaqueros. Um... But should they, and plus, you know, I'm Generation X, and more than likely, none of us will be able to afford to retire. None of us will make it to retirement age. But um, I'll be, I'll be goddamned if I do get to into my seventies and I can't take a damn break. Ugh. The piece points out that nearly one third of Americans believe that they never, they may never retire, primarily due to financial constraints, but also because work provides a sense of purpose and relevance that leisure cannot replace. Do you feel that, Natch? Mm, no, not very much. No, me neither, man. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I will find purpose in my relaxation. Don't you worry. Don't, don't you worry. Steam runs a sale every single week. I'll find a video game. 
to give me purpose, man. Um, it acknowledges that while retirement offers the freedom to pursue hobbies and non-profit work for many, especially highly driven, such uh, highly driven individuals, do you like how they slip that in, Natch? You want to retire? You're just not driven. Whatever. Such activities may not fulfill the need to feel useful and engaged. Ugh kind of annoys me let's see what people are saying vero says nvidia ya no tiene nvidia de amazon or google oh can we get a can we get um, a, a nivelazo for vero nivelazo wow wow nvidia for our international listeners in spanish means envy oh look at that wordplay she's a genius out there uh carmen my purpose in life is leisure for god's sake exactly like, oh, God, I, you know, you know what I really admire about Generation Z, Natch, is how they've taken, like, this grind culture, this idea that we, you and I were probably raised with from children, that, you know, our moral fiber is defined by how much skin we leave in our office every day. And they say, well, actually, you know, if I'm going to have to work until my mid-70s for, for low pay, then, you know, maybe, maybe I don't have to. Maybe I don't have to give that much. <laughs> oh, can you see, I'm getting angry. Don't get a bald man angry, guys. I look like a tomato in the studio right now. Anyway, on that note, friends, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go to today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. All right, guys, it's Unpopular Opinion time. Let's get into it. We should bring back corporal punishment in schools. Deberíamos reintroducir el castigo corporal en las escuelas. Oh boy, did I get some messages. <laughs> Ranging from A eh? <laughs> to, you know, Rob wants to beat our children. <laughs> it's not, that's not the case. Look, I am, when I say corporal punishment, I, I don't, I'm not encouraging people to beat the crap out of kids, right? <laughs> uh, were you ever hit as a as a child match not really no un capon un capon that's what i'm talking about but not, not really hit no i mean i was i went through i've i went through it all friend <laughs> from un capon like a slap around the back of the head to being hit with books to being hit with rulers the, the nuns man they were merciless i had nuns in my middle school <laughs> I wasn't the best behaved young man. Um, yeah, and um, and we would say I don't know the, the this is again is uh, another holdover from um, from my time in the UK recently. This is something a conversation I had with one of my uncles. Kids are too soft. We should bring back corporal punishment. And as always, you know. I thought I would introduce it to you guys and see what you think. Um, as always, friends, boy, did I torture the elves. Like, no one cares about elf corporal punishment, Natch. No one. There is no one fighting for the right of the elves. <laughs> Thank God. So I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning, and boy, did they give us some good pro and con arguments. Let's get into it. Debríamos reintroducir el castigo corporal en las escuelas. In the pro side, agreeing with this, saying, yes, we need to bring back corporal punishment. Proponents argue that corporal punishment serves as an immediate deterrent to undesirable behavior. The fear of physical punishment may discourage students from breaking rules, thereby maintaining order and discipline within the school environment. Got to say for me, Natch, there were teachers that I didn't want to mess with and there were teachers that I didn't care about. Okay. Um, the teachers that I didn't want to mess with usually were the first ones with a quick hand to give me a smack on the side of the head. But did it increase my learning? Like, why do we even go to school in the first place? We go there to learn, right? You know, once they got stricter with corporal punishment in schools, I was, I went, like, I, we witnessed that at our ages, I assume, Nacho. Probably when you got to school, when is around the time when the smacking stopped <laughs> or was um, kind of petering out. Um, and I remember that. And it went from getting a smack around the side of the head to being sent out of the classroom so I didn't participate in the rest of the lesson. I had one, my geography teacher, he opened up every class, and I kid you not, by saying, Grams, out. 
<laughs> I never attended a... Well, I mean, I attended some, but then eventually I just got kicked out of every class before it even began. Is that good for our education? Hmm. You know, are we too... Are we, are we taking away tools from teachers to allow them to properly discipline kids? Hmm. It's an interesting debate. I, I certainly don't um, advocate for corporal punishment, guys. I know it sounds like I do. Um, because in the end, um, you know, all the all the smacks and whatnot I received as um, as a young man in education, I don't think it helped me learn anything. In fact, it turned me against school. And it wasn't until I got to university when I really started to embrace education. Did the corporal punishment have anything to do with that? Or was it the school environment? Well, that's up for debate. Let's continue with the pro columns. Um, corporal punishment is seen as a straightforward and cost-effective method of discipline that does not require extensive resources. It can be administered quickly and directly without the need for long-term interventions or the involvement of external agencies. Hmm. Let's um, continue. Uh, supporters might point out that historical use of corporal punishments as evidence of its effectiveness. They argue that previous generations grew up with such forms of discipline and were better behaved and more respectful as a result. Now, you're a parent. Do you think kids have gotten less respectful? Mm, no. No. No, not in general. No. What would you say is the biggest... Um, like I ask you genuinely here because I've, I know two children by design. You know, my two godchildren. <laughs> so, like, and only two. What would you say is the biggest difference from kids when we were kids and kids today? Maybe they are a little bit more overprotected. Protected. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's uh, like every generation. You want to, to give your kids uh, things you, you didn't have. You didn't have. Mm. Mm, I think it's un unavoidable. <laughs> And they they had to learn to be to protect themselves in other ways. Yeah, Those parents are not going to. <laughs> do you think it's maybe gone to an do extreme? It. Do you think we've started to overprotect kids now to the point of an extremity where it's becoming kind of an issue, or, or nah. do you just think we've still got many years to go? No, I think. Well, I I, I can only talk um, with my the age of my kids. Yeah, they are too young to to be. I don't know to have skills to protect themselves. Yeah, uh, yeah. Little by little, I think. Bit by bit. Young, mm. young people are, are doing good, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue on. Um, some valuable insights. Thank you, my friend. Um, final point in the pro column. In some countries, there is a significant... Uh, parental support for corporal punishment. Parents who themselves were disciplined in this way may believe... Um, it teaches respect for authority and discipline, values they wish to see instilled in their children. Okay, interesting. I know this is um, a sore point for you all. I'm seeing the chat really slow down. Everyone, I can see, I can see in the chat when people know <laughs> that the subject is delicate. Um, before we get into the cons, let's um, let's take a look at what's being said in the chat. Vero here says, false. Physical punishment does not help the child learn uh, that what he has done is not right. It only makes the child more frustrated. A smack in the back of the head is, is una colleja, whereas capon is a rap. Oh, there you go. We're learning something. Um, yeah, and you know what worries me most about corporal punishment is, I guess... What you're doing is you're desensitizing a child to violence. Do you know what I mean? You're saying this is how problems, behavioral problems uh, are fixed for me. You know, this is the normal way to to express express kind of uh, disapprovement, disapproval in, in someone's behavior is to smack them. You know, that's kind of what worries me. I mean, kids are at the end of the day, very, very kind of impressionable. You know, and that was the case with me. I mean, I was, you know, I used to throw down whenever I had an argument. It would escalate when I was a young man, you know. But of course, when, if you're being hit at school, you know, what, what by authority figures, what do you expect? Uh, let's see. Carmen says, I wish I could um, corporally punish my 19-year-old students. I'm sure they'd be grateful for that. <laughs> um, jokes apart has anybody realized that corporal punishment is never questioned to be addressed to kids does it mean that adults don't need to learn um, then imagine doing it with grown-up children at university yeah 
Yeah, it's a great, great points. Let's get into the um, into more of these cons. Opponents to corporal punishment highlight the potential for psychological harm, including increased aggression and antisocial behavior and trauma. Studies have shown that physical punishment can negatively impact a child's emotional development. Um, you know, not really. I mean, if you if you're feeling emotionally you know, with emotional struggles, you just bury those emotions deep down in the fire. That's the correct way to deal with us. Um, let's see. Critics argue that while corporal punishment may stop undesirable beh- behavior in the short term, it does not address the underlying issues. Uh, there is a significant risk of abuse and misuse of power when corporal punishment is allowed, and many countries have banned corporal punishment in school due to concerns over child's rights and well-being. Those are your pros and cons, friends. I will post a, pu- um, a punishment, <laughs> a poll in the chat, and you will tell me. Should we be bringing back corporal punishment to school? All right, my friends, um, uh, that's all we've got time for for this first part of the show. Guys, so many things you could have been doing this morning, but instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with Natch and I, and it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professionalbohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professionalbohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're joining us live at 9 a.m. Central European time. How are you doing, friends? A big shout out to all of you amazing angelic podcast listeners. You're killing it, guys. Did you know how sexy you look with your headphones on listening to the Probo Show podcast? It's a good look on you. It's a good look on you. Congratulations. All right, let's um, uh, let's get into what you missed if you've just tuned in. Uh, we spoke about how the economist thinks uh, we should never retire. Go home, you drunk economist. <laughs> like talking about Giorgio Armani, Warren Buffett, and Charlie Munger, like they're your average Joes. No, your average Joes economist are mechanics. They are. You know, they work in supermarkets. They, you know, they they clean the streets. Those are your average Joes. Go home, you're drunk. All right, then we uh, we looked at NVIDIA. Now more valuable than Amazon and Google. Um, incredible growth. Experiencing 17,000% growth over the last decade, thanks to the boom in AI. And then we took a little dive into Sam Altman, aiming to raise a staggering... Seven billion dollars, seven trillion in um, in American uh, numbers, uh, to challenge Nvidia's um, what is now a monopoly. Incredible stuff. Um, and we kicked off the show with some incredible news that violent crime is dropping fast in the United States. And the sad thing is, most Americans don't even believe it. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff, my friends. Um, then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which was we should bring back corporal punishment we should bring back corporal punishment deberíamos reintroducir el castigo corporal en las escuelas in schools interesting i uh, got a bunch of messages online um noemi says respect is not achieved by punishing and she goes on to say i think i retired from the profession in time i feel sorry for high school teachers yeah, you know, one thing can be said for both of us, natu- neither of us are teachers, and neither of us are teachers of 16-year-olds. I think there's, there's going to be a massive difference between the age of my goddaughters, the age of um, the baby Natchez, and what is dealing with a classroom full of 16-year-old kids um, acting wild and going crazy. Um, or to a certain point, I mean, how how much... How much does it work to say, I'm going to call your parents, you know, in this day and age? I don't know. I don't know. Look, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not a parent. I have no skin in the game. Our people, our kids, softer now than they used to be. I mean, you tell me, man. You tell me. That's um, And if you want to express an opinion, guys, just like all the people who are doing so right now in the chat, you do that at twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. Let's take a little look at what people have been saying some amazing comments here 
Um, Eugene says, we don't have to punish children. Maybe we have to punish some parents sometimes. If a child behaves badly, it's 100% his parents' fault. There's an unpopular opinion, Natch. What do you think? Do you agree with that statement? If a kid is poorly behaved, it's the parents' fault 100% of the time. Mm, uh, yes. Woo! I heard some. Well, hundred percent of the time, no. But yeah, yeah. Ninety percent of the time, yes. yes. I had a bit, a little, a little bit of doubt creeping in there. Maybe we do that as an unpopular opinion next week because it's interesting. This is the same about dogs. If your dog misbehaves, it's a hundred percent the owner's fault. Having had dogs my whole life, um, I can say, you know, dogs have their own personality. No matter how good the training. Occasionally, you're going to get abhorrent behaviors from a dog, you know. But dogs are different from children, you say. I mean, are they? <laughs> I mean, are they really? <laughs> I'm going to get some messages today. I mean, you know, it's the same thing, isn't it? Raising a dog and a child. Ball in the corner, take them out for walks two or three times a day. <laughs> same thing. Same thing. Anyway, let's continue. I would be an amazing parent, Natch. I just want to preface. <laughs> I just want to preface everything by saying that. All right, let's continue. Um, so, yeah, Eugene's saying, yeah, no, maybe the people who get corporal punishment should be the the parents. Sam says, I just connected. Um, could, couldn't hear the pros and cons. So if you were talking about hitting, I don't agree. But other kinds of corporal punishment, like go run 100 laps... Oh, great. Go and run 100 laps around the school or cleaning toilets, etc. I completely agree. Taking um, a mother of three... What's that? Talking a mother of three. Good morning. No way it's parents' fault. Each kid has their own personality and ones are easier to follow rules and others don't, says Sam. Yeah, that's a really interesting point Sam makes there. Not all corporal punishment involves smacking. I mean, in gym class, on the rare occasions that I went, you know, I had to do push-ups, run laps, you know. Interesting. So, some some really fantastic points there, guys. You, you're doing God's work. Let's continue. Let's um, let's get into... Um, I say that, Natch, and people think I'm religious. You're doing God's work, friends. <laughs> All right, let's get into some um, messages, some more messages, other than Noemi's that I got on Instagram. Alex says... Um, no, that's a hard pass from me. We've got so much research showing that it does more harm than good with regards to corporal punishment. Thanks, Alex. Brooke says, I, I've seen the physical and emotional scars left on kids from that kind of punishment. It's just not right. E. Danny says, I get why some, th some people think it might help with discipline, but I've come to believe, um, uh, Setting clear expectations works better. Sorry, Danny, that took me a while to pick through. Um, we had it tough back in the day, but that doesn't mean it was the best way. Thank you, Danny. And finally, Leah, absolutely not. We're all about lifting voices um, and rights these days, not silencing, silencing or hurting people to make a point. Mm. But Sam raises an interesting question. Not all corporal punishment has to be smacking a kid. I mean, where do we draw the line between what punishment is right and what punishment is wrong? Um, you would be rightly infuriated, Natch, if one of the baby Natches came home and said, a, pair, a, a teacher hit me, right? I would imagine you'd be rightly infuriated. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, a teacher made me stay after school. Now you're all right, right? You, now you're thinking, okay, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, what what interests me is where is the line, you know? Is it don't touch my kid, don't hurt my kid? Eeh. I mean, it's a minefield. The thing is, you you know, the, just about the only thing you don't need a license for nowadays is to have children. <laughs> um, you know, is corporal punishment wrong? Well, let's get into what they said on Instagram. Always I post these polls on Instagram and you guys... Before the show, vote. Um, on Instagram, I made the statement, we should bring back corporal punishment in schools. And you guys said... 78% false. Yeah, yeah. 
I saw your face there, Natch. You're surprised it's um, it's only 78%, right? Yes, I am. This is why this is such a fascinating, um, unpopular opinion, dude. Because, yeah, I think the common the common belief is that that kids are, are unruly at a certain age. They that kids lack discipline. That kids, you know, lack they're lacking. I mean, I don't quite see it like that. I just see, you know, this new generation as being different. You know, they are, they hold a different set of values, and that's not widely accepted. Um, I guess among well, I'm just going to say it, among boomers. <laughs> um, all right. But what? how do you think How do you think you guys voted? Our friends in the audience today. Many of you voted today. I appreciate that. Okay, so I, I made the statement over the break. Our decision makers here have given us an, the ultimate decision. We should bring back corporal punishment in schools. Our audience said... 86% false. You're a little happier with that, I imagine. <laughs> yes, well, I, I don't mind. <laughs> how's about, um, all right, how's about my gym teacher made me run a hundred laps and I'm in pain now? Hmm. You would be okay with that punishment? No, I don't like it too, okay. either. Okay, I mean, it's interesting for me. Wherever those lines exist i think we struggle as a society to properly define um properly define um to probably um identify where a lot of the boundaries are and you know if we're bad at doing that for ourselves as a society coming together and agreeing where a boundary should be set how are we really doing that for our children you know is um, is punishment really necessary when we when we can clearly define our boundaries? Is this an issue of communication? I would say one thing: if kids are acting up in school, maybe the first thing we should look at, rather than punishment, is the syllabus. I was a very bad kid at school, but then I thr I thrived at university. You know, I got one of the highest marks in my class, and why is that? Well, because the subject matter was um, interesting. Because my teachers didn't automatically assume something based on my um, econ or the economic power of my um, of my family or based on my reputation, no, they treated me like an adult, and I was learning interesting things that I could see I was going to use in my future career. Is the key here respect? You know, our kids being respected and thus reflecting that respect back to the teachers, I would say it's certainly not that clear-cut because you do hear some horror stories, right, coming out of um, some schools. But hey, guys, do you know what all that is? That's just my opinion. And as Grandpa Bo would say, opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one, and they all stink. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. Oh. My. God. It was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, my friends, I encountered 100 humans. And I asked them all a question. Today, I asked them to name something a parent might miss about their younger years. Name something a parent might miss about their younger years. Nombra algo que un padre podría extrañar de sus años jóvenes. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I'm in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the audience is to identify those top seven answers. Uh, Sam here says, there would be no punishments if there were no rules. Long live anarchy. <laughs> Can Sam get a probo approved? Probo approved. I feel like Sam and I were separated at birth. <laughs> Just bring on the society that's a lot more like... Um, uh, Mad Max. I would thrive there. <laughs> Immortan Rob. Okay, anyway. As always, we go to the Natch first. Natch, name something a parent might miss about their younger years. Free time. Free time. Yeah, um, a lot of people said free time on Instagram. By the way, a big thank you to Carmen, Athuldan, uh, KNDY, uh, Andy, Materio Oscura, Ana Casan, B. Lopez, Pedro, Izzy, Fabian, Nessa, Juan Arreo, and La Chica de la Segunda Fila for playing along. Um, uh, free, uh, free time 
freedom, time alone, that kind of thing. Free time. Hmm. Freedom and time alone. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, Natch. Well done. B. Lopez here, here says flexibility. I'm not sure if she means like, you know, she can touch her toes. <laughs> or flexibility in time. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, fle- flexibility is not there, B. Lopez. But thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, let's take a look at the chat. Sam says sleep. Oh, the idea of just sleeping. Is sleeping there? No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, playing with friends in the street, says Vero. Mm, playing with friends. You know what? I'm going to give it to you, Vero. Well done, well done. By the way, Natch, free time was the number one answer. Well done, dude. Um, what is here? Not um, f- playing with friends, but having more friends. Having more friends is there. Something you miss about your younger years. Having more friends. Jeez. I hated that. So much happier now <laughs> that my best friend is ChatGPT. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's continue. Going out until the morning and then sleeping again, says Sam. <laughs> e- no, it's not there. Um, Vero says, by the way, happy International Radio Day. Happy International Radio Day, Natch. I didn't know. Yeah. I um, Neither did I. <laughs> Vero did, though. Thank you, Vero. Thank you, thank you. Okay. Um, having the food ready for you, not cooking. Oh, having food ready for you. Who said that one? That was Sam. It's not there. Oh. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, let's take a look at what people are saying in the chat. Um, some weird. Uh, Juan Arreo says marbles, can canicas, canicas, oh canicas, canicas. Natch. Nivelazo. Ooh, look at that. Come on. Um, uh, sleep, slang, flexibility, loneliness. I miss loneliness as materia oscura. Sleeping in, freedom. All of these are um. Uh, uh, <laughs> regards to free time. Uh, corporal punishment, says Carmen. I miss it. I so, I so miss being slapped on the bum. Now I have to pay a notch. Can you believe that? <laughs> for that kind of treatment. Unbelievable. I used to get it for free. Anyway, um, <laughs> a lot of parents, this is from KND, a lot of parents, I suspect, miss not having a child ruining their lives. <laughs> Jeez Louise. <laughs> um... Uh, Innocence, says one person. Not being a parent, Clara, says uh, Nessa Finessa. Sleep, freedom, travel. None of those are there. Oh, guys, you need some help. I'm going to give you some clues. Uh, Eugene says toys. No, it's not there. I'm sorry, I'm missing child, mixing childhood and children. Um, which kind of 100 people did you ask? No one was a parent for sure. I, I asked them all on their way to school with their kids. <laughs> all right, um, let's 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 get some clues dropped. You would use an app to do this in modern day. It's very hard to initiate one of these, um, but you probably use an app, and then you know this activity would involve you uh, leaving the house and meeting up with someone in a romantic setting. What am I talking about, Natch? Relationships. Well, yeah, dating. Dating is Name something a parent might miss about their younger years. Going on dates. Yeah, no. Why not? Why not? Um, all right. Uh, okay. Someone, you know what? Someone here said, Fabian said, economy. The, my, you know, the, having a, a family economy that is easier to manage. Fabian, is economy there? I'm going to give it to you. Why not? Having fewer bills is there. You know what I mean? Parents are expensive. Kids are expensive. Get a dog. (laughs) Okay. um, Third most popular answer, Natch. What would any older person miss about being young, really? Uh, What do you see when you look in the mirror? What do you think, Natch? Um, 
when you were young. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, a youthful, youth. a youthful appearance. A youthful appearance. <laughs> and they don't miss sleeping. Those guys, those guys are my heroes. Well, time alone, free time. If you're anything like me, you spend your free time sleeping anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, sixth most, no, fifth most popular answer is something we used to hate when we were kids and we only appreciate it when we start working. <laughs> what am I talking about, Natch? School. Going to school. Well done. <laughs> um, Sam here says, looking amazing. Exactly. Exactly. A youthful appearance. Just looking in the mirror. God, isn't it sad? The, the, the biggest sadness in life for me is you only realize how good looking you were like 10 years after the photo was taken. <laughs> you know what I mean? <sighs> Remember that um, if, you, if you're out there and you feel bad about the way you look, in 10 years time, you'll just think, why did you waste all that beauty? Okay. Final one. Final one. Nowadays, if I want this, I have to drink a Red Bull or five coffees. <laughs> Not the case when I was young, Natch. What might a parent miss about their younger years? Energy. Having more energy. There it is. All right. <laughs> I feel like most of these had nothing to do with children. A hundred humans, man. All right. Um, I asked a hundred humans something a parent might miss. Um, que un padre podría extrañar de sus años jóvenes. Might miss about their young years. In position number... Fewer bills. <laughs> Sam says hair. Come on. Fewer bills. Three of a hundred humans said that. In position number six. We had having energy. Oh, a surplus of energy. Imagine that. In position number five. Going to school. Going to school. In position number four. Having more friends or at least time to dedicate to them. Am I right? In position number three. A youthful appearance. Oh. Youth is wasted on the young, that's what they say. In position number two, dating, going out on dates. Oh, before the crippling reality of <laughs> what dating actually is sets in. <laughs> and finally, in position number one, we had freedom, time alone, free time, sleeping, all the things you guys wrote. Well done, well done. <laughs> Let's move on to today's Complete the News. Complete the News. All right, my friends, you know how this works. Okay, this is um, this is a very simple game. I'm going to give you a real-life news story. This one um, coming from The Guardian. The Guardian. I'm going to give you a real-life news story, a news headline, but, un titular, but I'm going to leave out some important information. And you guys will complete the news using the three options I give you. If you are one of the many people watching the show live right now in the audience, but you're not participating, people tell me, sometimes I feel shy. Well, this is your moment, friends. Because all you have to write is A, B, or C. Okay, let's do it. The French village that voted to ban blank in public. Keep it clean, friends. Come on. It's a family show. The French village that voted to ban blank in public. Um, el pueblo francés que votó por prohibir blank en público. What is it? <laughs> is it A, being English? Ser inglés. <laughs> Don't laugh, Natch. Come on. Keep it. This get, it could be. Is it B, scrolling? This is something I don't know how to say in Spanish, scrolling. El desplazamiento en pantalla? Scrolling when you can... Yes, but we say hacer scroll. Hacer scroll, vamos. Okay, or is it C, <laughs> gazpacho? The, um, the Spanish, the famous Spanish drink. <laughs> El gazpacho. All right, <laughs> the French village that voted to ban blank in public. Is it A, being English, saying less? Is it B, scrolling, hacer el scroll? Uh, or is it C, gazpacho, consuming gazpacho? A, B, or C? <laughs> Woo, it's a tough one. I've seen the chat, they're like, 
kind of in between two answers. What do you think it is, Natch? Scrolling? You think scrolling. You think B. Surprised you didn't see say consuming gazpacho. Do you hear about all the controversy about Spanish tomatoes? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Oh, yeah, apparently. It's a big thing. I don't know. <laughs> apparently, yeah, the, the Spanish... No, the French have said that Spanish tomatoes are inedible or something. I don't know. I agree. <laughs> they're, they're, they're being very French. You know, oh, I don't like... <laughs> I don't have that many... We don't have that many listeners in France, Natch. We can, we can pick on the French. <laughs> they are inedible. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, A, B, or C. Um, uh, the French village that voted to ban blank in public. El pueblo francés que votó uh, por prohibir blank en público. Is it A, being English, B, um, a federal scroll scrolling, or is it C, consuming gazpacho? Gazpacho. What do you think? A, B, or C? Um, okay, let's see, let's see. It's a three-way tie in the chat, Natch. You say B scrolling, so we'll go B. Natch and the chat playing together today. Okay, let's see. The French village that voted to ban... The answer is indeed B scrolling. The Natch got his mojo back. Here we go. Yes, scrolling. Um, uh, fighting the smartphone invasion. Luchando contra la invasión de los smartphones. Hmm. Uh, Saint-Po, a French village in the uh, south of Paris, has taken a unique stance against persuasive use of smartphones by voting to ban scrolling on devices in public spaces. This decision, supported by a local referendum, aims to curb screen time for both adults and children in various public settings, such as streets, parks, shops, cafes and restaurants. The initiative also includes a family charter that restricts screen use at home, offering traditional handsets to children under 15 years as a part of a broader effort to encourage more human interaction and reduce screen dependency. Wow. Is this something we could see um, We could see happening in the rest of the world? Maybe this is for a net positive. Or do you feel like that is just restricting people's um, uh, freedoms? Is that going to be a, an unpopular opinion coming up? Who knows? Friends, all I have left to say today is thank you. What a great show today. So many things you could have been doing. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me in the Natch. And it means the world. See you next time. <laughs>